Hi everyone. Uh, before we get started with this episode, we wanted to take just a moment of your time to talk about supporting Black Lives Matter and your local community. In this episode, we talk about the itch.io bundle for racial justice. I know we're very, very late. Such is the way of things for us right now. But going back through it in post, we felt like we maybe focused too much on the bundle itself and not enough on the actual causes it was supporting, which is, of course, the majority of the point. So we decided that, glass half full, we now have an opportunity to front-load this episode with a request to please look into how you can help. If you search for blacklivesmatter.card, that's card with two R's, C-A-R-R-D, you'll find a bunch of resources people have made that compile donation links, petitions that you can sign, and all kinds of educational resources on basically what's happening right now and why. There's a couple of them available, blacklivesmatter.card, blacklivesmatters.card. That's the one I've seen shared around the most and seems to be the most comprehensive. Uh, Presumably they had to add the S because the other domain was taken. But if you do just type blacklivesmatter.card into a search engine, you can find a bunch of them at once and check all of them out and see what actions you can take to help. And we do encourage you to check in regularly because the fight for racial equality is very much ongoing and your help will still be needed later. But remember as well, it's not all just about the stuff that gets headlines. The horrific stuff we've been seeing in places like Portland is very much familiar to black communities everywhere, and it is happening near you. And so we also encourage you to look into any local community aid projects that you can support. Uh, Obviously, we don't know where you live. We we don't know who you are, for the most part. So you are going to have to do some legwork there yourself, but... It is absolutely worth doing. It takes a few minutes, and you could make a huge difference to your local community. So yeah, please do go and take a look at those resources, and do what you can to help. Thank you for listening. So, uh, in other news... You're listening to Podhaven. gang. It's it's the fuck gang we've come today. You know what's that? So, Elodie. Hi. You know how you stopped the war? Oh yeah, that whole thing, yeah. That whole thing, sort of, and then that sort of, it happened and then just got resolved while I wasn't looking. I made a bunch of clowns for no reason. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm pissed off, Elodie. General, oh. General Kitchenhead. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got. He's gone and found another fucking war. Oh, has he? What's, where does he find these things? I swear. I'm so well, confused I'll tell you one how more, and then he's just on to the next one. I'm I'll so confused you. about how he turned into a ghost and why he talks a bit like Inspector Bimbley Piss, who we haven't seen in ages. Well, he did fall into that hasn't hole. Hasn't been accounted for. Was murdered. So. That probably contributed. Mm. Yeah, but 
So he only showed up as a ghost recently. But I'll tell you where he's found the fucking Walmart, and he's found it in fucking space. He's sending them to fight the war on the moon part two. Oh, oh no. no. I the thought we just we sorted that out. The war we were specifically trying to avoid by not going to the moon, he's now sending them up there anyway, specifically against our wishes. Look, so that it, Gundam Tanaka from Danganronpa 2 can have his fucking moon fight for no one's benefit. We're going to have to have words with him, because this is not acceptable. I mean, we're going to have to take away his 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 his, his, his cheese crisps and his, cheese his dried fruits, because he his can't behave himself. Fruit. And we told him, he, get, he gets too wild on all that, on all that his, carbohydrates. Not his rank or like his position of authority well, I mean, or anything. You can, but, I mean, you can't do that. I mean, how's, how's that going to affect him? It's his cheese crisps and his dried fruit that's the key thing, right? He has to learn that, that if he brine. wants those privileges, he's going to have to behave brine. himself. It's the it, cheese crisps that are be, empowering him. I'm being, I'm being harsh here. I'm taking his brine as well. <sighs> oh, that's oh, that seems too much. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. I'm taking his brine. Uh, well, you can tell you're serious. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said something like that. Elodie yeah. never threatens to take brine away from anyone unless it's a serious situation. I've seen it happen maybe three times. Yeah. This it's like being that the time third. when I was. Uh... When I was trying to stop um, uh, Tobio from uh, what's it called Haikyuu, that's it. Tobio from Haikyuu. I was trying to stop him from having a go at Uranus as in the planet, not anything sexual because he's a teenager. He just Um, really wants to fight planets. Yeah, I was trying to stop that so I took his brain away. And then he stopped fighting it, and he went and played volleyball a bit, like he does in the program on television. Yeah, I mean, and in, in, in some cases it yeah. is necessary. I understand that, but it seems like quite a drastic measure. Well, something's well, got to be done because yeah, we need to stop this war from happening because otherwise, what's the fucking point of everything I've worked for these past four years? I guess that's true. Exactly, yeah. and I take I take personal fucking umbrage. I put so much effort into these clowns. I turned Mungo the big boy into a giant clown that I like. I did Have this. Have you ever on- kissed him? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> He might not technically be a neoliberal now. I don't think it's difficult to tell. He mostly just screams. But I can't... Some things I can't move past, even if I make him a big clown, change his name to Judas, and give him a big puncheon. The second, I believe, largest measurement of English wine cask to swing around on a chain. Puncheon Judas, you see. <laughs> is is what I've done there. <laughs> play on words, didn't I? (laughs) I've changed his identity for a joke. Oh, I didn't I genuinely didn't see that coming. (laughs) He's evolved. He's a, you're one of the few. He's evolved beyond what he once was. Unfortunately the evolution of neoliberalism is just unchecked despotism. I mean, that is no jokes aside, that is completely accurate. That's that's possibly <laughs> something I should have considered before. But yeah. Judas the giant despotic clown. But now and now, all that effort and it, they're being sent off to fight a completely unnecessary war that I specifically did not want to participate in 
because I don't want to give him and his fucking hamsters up on the moon the satisfaction. He's petty. He's petulant. He's other words with pet in the name because he breeds animals. It's how it's how smug he is that really bothers me more than the war. You know, it's his attitude. He has that like that, that like yeah. The war I can you. forgive, but his fucking tone. Yeah, it's that, it's that look he gives you too, right? When he says something, he just does it with his like that, that look. You know, his eye does that thing. Absolute bastard. It's weird how it's exactly the same thing that happened with Bembley Pess's eye. It's yeah. really weird, isn't it? It's really, weird. really, really weird. You know, I wonder if they're related. Have maybe. we ever seen them in the same room together? It's all just been absolutely like I I brought this up with the general. General Kitchen Dicks, or whatever his fucking name is, right? And he's not having any of it. He just bimbled something about the order being incontrovertible. Yeah, I remember that. He said, and I had to kind of translate it to myself. Who's been teaching him these words? I don't know, but whoever it is, they sound like a very antagonistic ghost. Yeah, I'm I'm against it. I'm entirely against it. But yeah, now, now I've got to figure out how to stop this. Um, so I don't know if this will play into it at all. I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I had a dream the other day where there was a ghost who kept just put, whenever I wasn't focusing on my arm directly, they would put little chocolate drops on my arm and then they would melt on and I'd have to kind of lick the chocolate off. Hmm. And... And a ghost did this in your dream, you say? Yeah, so I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it. I am going to have to... How how do we go about analysing that? Is there like some sort of computer we can put it in? Is there a shaman? Who do we speak to? Uh, are, are you sure they're, they're, they're mean them to melt? Maybe they're trying to give you little chocolate gifts. I don't know, they just kept putting them... Whenever I wasn't fully focused on my arm... Like, there would be other stuff going on. It was kind of a nightmare, the, the dream. Like, other stuff was happening. I was in this uh, alternate world thing where I was fighting for my life and stuff. But every time I wasn't focusing directly on my arm, the ghost would put, like, two or three chocolate drops on it, and they would melt a bit. Hmm. It does seem kind of rude. I, I, I feel like I need to send someone to look into this, because if I'm being completely honest with you both, that sounds like something I would do in someone's dream. <laughs> Are you a dream But I've no memory of it. I'm a dream something. For sure. Hmm, a dream stumbler. <laughs> a dream... Arse first through the plane of thought. <laughs> All the time. Look Rolling through I've your bought. dreams in a giant hamster wheel. <laughs> Giant hamster wheel, giant hamsters. You can, I can have any hamster-related paraphernalia I want. It's the dream world, isn't it? It's the beauty of yeah. it. It's like poetry. So, well, it, yeah, it rhymes. Um, but the reason I ask is just because that was an antagonistic ghost, and we're dealing with an antagonistic ghost. So I'm wondering if they connect. Maybe they've got a union. Well, I'd encourage them to unionize, but also. I'd prefer not I mean, to have to deal with all these things. I've... Like, is is this a workforce, or is it just... Or is it like the place where the union there is actually yeah, a bad like, thing? That's, that's what I'm thinking, and was kind of umming and ahhing over whether or not I actually wanted to say it. Yeah, well, I'm saying it. Good. 
So I, I, I don't think we're going to be able to sort this out right now. I don't think we're going to be able to sort out this whole thing with the general and everything right now. I think no. we, we see how it goes. Like, yeah. try and keep as many people away from the moon as you can. It's always been my goal. Yeah, it's too late to stop the war, but we can stop people from needlessly throwing their lives away and in, in, in the war. Yeah, in the exactly. end it will just be the people who really want to... I have an idea for a campaign. Yeah. To prevent people from going to the war, we offer everyone who signs a pledge to not attend a refurbished Game Boy Color. Fuck, that'll do it. Oh, I was going to yeah. suggest Brian, right. but... It's hard to say no to that. I mean, I was... everyone's got Brian already, though. I guess. Literally, ever... yeah. do you remember how we provided every citizen of the world Brian for you to threaten them with the removal of in case yeah. they stepped out of line? If I remember, your logic was they're going to miss it more if you take it away. Yeah. Toe the line or we take your Brian. That was the campaign. Yeah. I'm amazed nobody really cottoned onto the fact that they didn't have Brian before and were fine. Well, you know, you live with the thing long enough, you start to forget what it was like to not have it, you know? People have forgotten the time before Brian. Mm, that was the that was the whole thing. That's why I wiped everyone's memories at the same time. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was that was a lot of paperwork. I remember you doing that rather ironically. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Space. Welcome to the Indie Haven podcast, the podcast where we talk about indies and the havens. I'm the winds of this dog, and I am joined by my friends. I'm Ifany Thigh Convict. <laughs> I'm a thin layer of plasma spread on some toast. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. That's Mood, good. to be honest. Yeah. I gotta figure out how to cut that together now. Fucking hell! <laughs> you just sort, you just sort of went into it, and I, I don't know. <laughs> You'll have I'll to find the exact moment and just be very precise. I gotta find the sweet. I gotta find my window and then just do that at it. <laughs> and the podcast will occur. It's part of the adventure should, of podcast should... creation. Podcast creations adventures for you and your children. Probably not. <laughs> no child. Of probably me. shouldn't. <laughs> No, no child of mine will have a podcast. Whoa, whoa, no child here. It's seven, you sound no a little children, defensive about it. No, there, there's no child here, I promise. I promise, no child, I promise. I'm a new adult who's come to the podcast. I'm no child, I promise. I'm a new adult who's come to the podcast. My name is Adult Jim. Hello, Adult Jim. Welcome to the podcast. I'm 38. Yes, it, it, I mean that sure checks like... out. That is a number that is an adult age. It is true. Yeah, I was I was worried there. I thought for a second you may have said a smaller number, but you didn't. If he had said twelve, that would be suspect. I got me a didn't. law degree. Well, I mean, he's got a law degree like all adults do. Yeah, I mean, we I all have a law it. degree. You're not special. God, I'm showing it to you now. That is one. That is, that sure looks but like a law degree. Says... It says on it, good at law and stuff, signed, Boris Johnson. Yeah, seems legit. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm convinced. So. Word for word, that's what it says. Adult Jim. Long pause. What do you contribute to the podcast? I, I contribute adult opinions, serious adult opinions. What? 
we are running kind of low on those. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, yeah. <laughs> Taxes. Eh? Taxes, indeed. That's a good <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Taxes. Ooh. 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 What about, you know, Ooh. traffic? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I'm going now because I've been here too long and the podcast is going to be way too fucking bloated. Bye. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> he left. I'm glad he left. The adult opinions ogre was just reacting too much to things. Uh, he's, he's left now because there's no more adult opinions. No, I don't have to react to things I don't care about. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Elodie Cunningham. I'm Josh Rivers. I'm Martin Bryson. Should we talk about a video game for a minute? I mean, probably at some point, right? Let's talk about a video game if we can. (laughs) Alright, let's do the thing. Let's do that instead. Um, First, first we have to make a confession. The first of the many confessions we have to make, most likely. But this one is is actually germane to the podcast. This big itch.io bundle that everyone talked about, and which we were going to talk about, we just realised none of us have played (laughs) Hmm. Well, I mean, like, I I don't play on, I don't play games on PC because I mostly can't. Like, there's probably some in that, but there's probably quite a lot in that what bundle do, that would what run. What's the PC Master Race? What's the PC Master Race? You just. What's the PC Master Race? I'm just having the most instinctual fuck off. Just immediate, to that. just like physical reactions. Whoa. But like, the it, it's, away. it's like a centipede is crawling on my arms. What it feels console like. Shit. Like console I've grown shit. more fists to punch that character with. Your eyes have been replaced with fists. <laughs> They've been replaced with large fists that are just now shooting out of my face. Going, oh Whoa. no! I've it's... been punched to not busy muscle. I've punched you now to death. Oh no! I've died now. Busy muscle. Not a jury in the land would convict. <laughs> So yeah, that that's, character that's... didn't even get a name before he died. <laughs> it, it, it's the way it should be—an unmarked grave. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, no, I I I work and I operate entirely on consoles and Apple laptops at the moment because I do not have a working PC. Well, eventually, but it will take a while. But I, I went to buy it. I still bought it because someday I'm going. I may have yeah. a PC that will run stuff worth a damn, and then I'll, you know, I might get into the habit. Well, see, that was my thing. I thought I hadn't realized. I thought at first I can't play any of these. I only have an Apple Mac, Apple laptop to work with, a MacBook Air. It's like that's not going to work. Yeah. But then I thought, you know, I'll get it anyway. Have it for later. By the time I thought to do that, the the bundle was no longer on sale. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I was just too slow. <laughs> Yeah, I missed it. There's so many games I wanted to play on it as well, like even no. beyond. There's some real good ones on there, and I was really yeah. sad that I didn't get it. Yeah, like um, I'm looking at it now: Night in the Woods, Celeste, Mort- A Mortician's Tale. These are all ones I've heard of. These are all games that I've wanted to play or have played. Twenty sixty four read only memories is fantastic. Jeez, there's just so much good on here, and I never got it. And I really wanted the opportunity to try a bunch of new ones I wouldn't have tried otherwise. But of course, we, I fucked that up. Yeah, same. I just did, <laughs> I just forgot to get it. There's a game called Dungeons and Lesbians. So I do understand then that I am the only one here with it, and I can't 
access them. Yeah, really. we, we've been negligent in our duties here because this is like made for us to talk about. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you, you could always send that, send that over to me, Josh. I could do <laughs> thinking about kind. it. There's a game called Dungeons and Lesbians on it, and that's really what's. That sounds fun. There's a there's there's a little Kermit looking in the mirror on the preview screen of it. <laughs> did I mention I got a giant Kermit? Picking Nikki's on it. You mentioned it in a different podcast, yeah. Oh, okay. Picking Nikki's <laughs> in here. There's so many games that I want on this list. Jesus, so many good games, and I it raised a fucking lot of money for. It did, yeah. It was an hmm. it was an extremely good deal. Raised a lot of money. It was a, uh, yeah. for a variety of like bail funds and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I, th- I think it, it was a minimum of five dollars. The average donation was like double that. Yeah, yeah ten, ten, ten dollars and one cent. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars and one cent is what it is. I believe most of the games were were. I think all the games were donated by like quite a lot of different people, weren't they? Even some big names. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. As I said, there's quite a few um, really big indie games on here. In fact, the the indie game I'm going to be talking about for my. Uh, uh, talking about a indie game after Josh's Deep Thoughts is on this list. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, they made uh, $8,151,936.91. Jeez, that's, uh, a lot, their, that's a lot of pe- Their goal a... was uh, just $5 million, So That's incredible. They made over $3 million higher than their goal. That's really, that's really good. A, well, I mean, to be fair, it was like a ludicrously good deal. Yeah, but it yeah, was, I mean, that's a lot minute. of people who paid for that. That's incredible. Yeah. So I wish I had more to say. Like, the games on it are really, really good. The deals, it, it's, yeah. on, it's on, like, it's as good on its face as it would appear to be. And, it, it's, and it's through itch.io as well. So, like, yeah. we're a pretty legit yeah. company as far as these things go. Apparently, so. all of the proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund and the Community Bail Fund 5050. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was really needed at the time, too. It was, um, it was very, it was like high key, it was like that money was desperately needed. Mm. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, the world kind of went to even more shit between our last episodes because, like... See, yeah. the thing is, we like to do these podcasts, and I, for one, am not... I'm not working. I am going to, unfortunately, be soon. Uh, which oh, isn't oof. great because of my uh, my whole very, very severe asthma thing. But, yes, mm. I, I require money to survive. And also to buy models of nonsense. <laughs> Which is necessary for survival, let's be clear. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, this whole situation has just killed my productivity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somehow I've managed to do a couple podcasts and I put out my Femir video. You've done well that, considering the circumstances, I, just... I, I think spent the entire time with my brain on high alert and yeah. I don't do well <laughs> that's exhausting, that's exhausting for well, anyone I mean it, it all just feels kind of like you know why, why is this what my attention's going on, you know Yeah, it's like also there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing stopping me and it's not really like I'm in a position to do much else from here yeah yeah like I am working. Like I've been my 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 job I had before. Fortunately, was able to do from home. 
but like Liz was unemployed for a long time and we were like struggling and that was hard I mean it's exhausting enough mm. when we do have money but, but I mean not not much but enough to get by it must have been even worse to have to be like scrabbling without any income at all it would be a total nightmare yeah well that's that's kind of the position I am now going to be in is that I have to choose to either go back to work and be able to have money or not go back to work and stay safe because the world hasn't got any better. The governments are just trying to pretend that it's not an issue anymore so that they can start making money for their rich fucking friends again. We all happen to be in the two countries who are handling it worse than possibly any other. Yeah. (sighs) And the reason why I bring this up isn't just to complain about my lot. Although that is fair enough. It's um the fact that people manage to do so much for bail funds and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The amount of money and effort and everything raised during the time that we haven't been recording this podcast is incredible, especially that when is. you consider the state the world is in right now. Yeah, the amount yeah. of uh, the amount of like money and effort that's gone into the, to helping people out has been really quite remarkable. And I think that's a, a this uh, this bundle was like a really good example of it because it, it makes it in a measurable way something you can demonstrate. Like people didn't need to spend. That's eight hundred fourteen thousand contributors, an average donation of ten dollars. That's double what they asked for, and that's a lot of people. One person donated five thousand. It's not like it's a small thing. Ultimate in the grand scheme of things, but it's a demonstration of how willing people are to to be able to do so much to help out. And even though things are very difficult, and not everyone can or is is able to for any number of reasons, really, um, that that there there are things happening is quite is giving me kind of reason to believe that it won't it, it isn't just going to get indefinitely worse. Yeah, <laughs> although it's it's difficult to. That is difficult at the moment. Yeah, it's sometimes hard to to remember that, but I think there's cause to believe it can get better. Yeah, and I think things like this are evidence that the world isn't... People aren't inherently Tories. No, <laughs> basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you there's live not in some a hidden... world where everything is being shaped by Tories, it's nice to occasionally get the reminder that uh, not everyone is a Tory. That they are, in fact, like maybe 20% of the population at most. Despite yeah. the constant claims that there's some silent majority. So that went a bit off the rails, but it's fine. Yeah. Who knows? It was always going, though. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think this... it's... Yeah, it's fine. It's just... It, 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 it's good. Mm. It's a good I'd thing. I'd like to see more things like that, to be honest. Yeah, I would too, yeah. It it does kind of put me in mind of the uh the, the you know famous uh, H Bomber guy stream and like things like that have mm. been th- things that were in many ways unprecedented have been more common yeah. in the last year than maybe they have ever been before that. God, it doesn't feel like a year and a half since that. It feels like a feckin' lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah. It's been a long year and a half. You've yeah, lived I so mean, many lifetimes. <laughs> God, that was... I think that feels like the last moment of real unity that I can feel before we reach this point and things like this bundle and everything. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see more of that. I do. I, I, I honestly do. Yeah. And even smaller, like, really small-scale things. Like, we had uh, a stream for your birthday 
a little while back, mm. and we didn't really. It wasn't really like a big deal. It wasn't really anything. It wasn't happening for any any particular fund or raising. But it was just nice to I hear. I didn't people even just raise any out. money for my own birthday. <laughs> no, it was it was just nice to have people just hanging out and talking and just yeah being. I mean, to that each partially other. led to uh, uh, parts of that Fimir video. Yeah, because uh, Snipe and Wib, who hung out with us on there, mm-hmm. uh, helped me out with the video, and then. Um, they sent a lot of people my way on it. They were cool. Uh, I like them. They're really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just little things. It's the little things at the moment. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, an indie game bundle doesn't seem... That doesn't seem like it's that important. But then you look at it and you think... Something that has just brought so many people together and the fact that people weren't just paying the minimum just to get the games yeah. people were paying way yeah. over the minimum shows you that people actually did care about the thing that they were raising money for exactly yeah it's 8 million dollars that went towards helping people who needed it and that's not nothing mm. I think and... fundamentally a lot of people do want the do shit it's just like putting the stuff in front of them yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, people don't know how I think is the challenge yeah they don't really know what will help or how to do it and yeah, then usually the people who are saying you know how like here's what your money can do here like you know go donate here they get buried mm-hmm, exactly yeah not entirely by accident nope. <laughs> and then a lot of the main the mainstream charity stuff is uh when I found out that charities have CEOs yeah that was yep. um, yeah that's that always a red a, flag that was a big moment in my life. And they draw CEO st- scale char- uh, salaries too. Yeah. It's just... We were indeed. <laughs> Shall we move on to the next thing? Yeah, that's, that's, enough, that's enough of me stumbling whitely around that issue. Whitely. Now we get to stumble around a much more infuriating stumbling issue. <laughs> Hello, my name's Stumbling Whiteley. <laughs> oh, God. What uh, local um, business do you run? Oh, I run a charity called Help for Horses. We help horses. And I also make a six-figure salary out of it. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm I, Stumbling Whiteley. I fists again. <laughs> stumbling Be grateful Whiteley. you got a oh, name. Oh, no. What's happening? I'm being punched to death. I've punched him into the sun. What about the horses? He's gone. Let's go help there the horses. There's already directly. a non-profit established that they were diverting resources from. <laughs> Absolute bastards! Right. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Someone who's looking at the docket, tell me if we move on or not. <sighs> I'm going to be mad about it. I'm gonna be awesome. Really kind mad of mad. Yeah. Oh fuck! Now that you've said that, I remembered what. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying that because of that. I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> for ushering that in now. Okay, so I may as well just dive right in. Fucking hell! Much. Uh, who wants? Uh, yeah. Okay, you, wants you, you I did the last one. You go. You take this one. Josh, you can do it. You're the one who's. Um... Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like you're the least affected at this point, and I feel like you're the one who's going to uh, 
be best at doing it. <laughs> you know what? I kind of felt like that gave me the least right, but you do raise an interesting point. So... I will continue to talk about it, I just want you yeah. to introduce it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say the words, which is that Swery's done some fucking stuff. Mm. So Deadly Premonition 2 came out. The, the skateboard uh, frame rate video the game. The skateboard frame rate video game where you punch a lot of animals for reasons that I don't understand, and to be honest, immediately turned me off of it. But, mm. but it would get worse, because... Uh, there, there's a there's a trans character in Deadly Premonition too, which is that not that unusual like... in Swery's games actually. It's a yeah. no, I think she's a I think the primary antagonist. One of them, or at a least. antagonist. I haven't played the game myself. I don't. I don't, so I don't know. know sure. I I, yeah. I basically know nothing about the plot besides this. I was going to play through both of Deadly Premonitions, but then this happened, and I decided that maybe I don't want to. Yeah, and the reason since... that the reason that maybe you might not want to is that Mr. Francis York Morgan, mm. at some point prior to all of this, it comes to his attention that this, I don't know if it's this character, but like somebody expresses some kind of anti-trans sentiment in the game, and he goes on this like whole screed about how people shouldn't be, you know, judged for their gender identity and how you know he's you know, a pro-trans ally, like, emphatic about it, mm. and then proceeds to... Weaponize re- misgendering. Repeatedly, yeah. somewhat maliciously misgender this character. Like, it initially has some sort of gotcha, like, Columbo moment. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, just repeatedly, over and over again. Apparently, he does racist accents as well. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about the which I've not, too. I've not heard, but I've heard about them. Yeah, there's a, it's not great. And Swery responded to this initially, saying he was gonna fix. It. He said, "Like, um, it has come to my attention that." Uh, there are issues. I'm paraphrasing yeah. this because I'm. He, he said he was gonna have it. Yeah, he's, checked he's gonna... by a, 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 you know a, a team with sensitivity check or something like that, and he's um yeah he's going to rewrite it. And then he said, "I am the one who wrote these scenarios. Please do not hate the characters and stuff." Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is a, a very sweary thing for him to have done, yeah. and it gave a lot of people a lot of hope. For what would happen next, and then what happened next was that the like the gotcha line was taken out, which admittedly was um the worst that I've the, yeah. heard about it. But that doesn't mean the rest of it's good. <laughs> yeah, but so like that bit was taken out. The trans character repeatedly brings up her dead name still in conversation. Mm-hmm. Which, like, Which A, isn't a thing she yeah. would do, and B, now has no reason to happen because she doesn't, like, she has no reason to think this character knows anymore. Yeah. I flinch when I hear my dead name. Yeah. Uh, which, like, if it, it's a fairly common name, I hear it, and I visibly flinch, no matter the context. I'm going to open a cold one. <laughs> I'm going to open a cold one. Are you ready? 
very satisfying. That was the cold one opening. Yeah, that's a Pepsi Max cherry that I got at the shop. Oh, that's gorgeous. Good. <laughs> anyway. You're speaking my language there is what you're doing. Back on but... to the most disappointing heel turn of the year. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, sweary. Like, I was, I was, I'm especially, like, I, I, I don't know. This sounds petty, but I was especially pissed at this because I spent a long time talking about how much I really liked Sweary's games and his philosophy of creation, creating them. And the way he seemed to be trying really hard to be, like, a decent person. Yeah, have a look at The Missing. Yeah. Yeah. The Missing is... But that's, yeah. that's what I was eventually working my way around to, is that this is, like, especially shitty for a lot of people, because, he like, he was involved in The Missing, which was, like, the opposite of what has happened in Deadly Premonition 2. And it's worth noting that that game had trans people consulting on it and Deadly Premonition 2 shock of all shocks didn't so Aye. yeah so people were kind of hoping that he'd know better I guess is my point and yeah like not only did he do this in the first place he uh he dug his heels in a bit didn't he recently yeah specifically um in Twitter yeah. conversation with uh, Laura Kate Dale, he uh, kind of fucked it a lot. Yeah. He tried to walk it back now, a little bit. I think he realised uh, after the fact that that was the God, uh, quote, but bad look. This is, but, multiple times in a row did he do this, where he uh, said something really shit, deleted it, and then posted a very slightly altered version of it. And then he would say something else really shit, delete it, post a slightly altered version of it. Like, this is. This seems to be the typical fragile ally problem of, well, surely this is just a misunderstanding. Mm. Like, I'm not wrong. There must be some way I can rephrase this that people will suddenly, you know, it'll click in people's minds and they will realise. Yeah, that he... I am I am in the right here when you're you're not sweary. You yeah. you're really not. The first thing he said was, "Don't use my characters, my children." Yeah, he seems for your very propaganda. He seems very personally defensive over his games, like in a way yeah. that's kind he of really Jonathan yeah. blew that one. Yeah, he seems to be very much a, it seems very much a case of like he's he think he's this is, very this attached is someone to who needs to be told what death of the author is. Yeah. Well, he's very attached to the games. And not just that, but like, he's used to getting a lot of praise for these games. He's used to people thinking, yeah. like, maybe, you know, there was a bit of a rocky start with Deadly Premonition, but people warmed up to it, and when people did, it, they did in a big way. And then a lot of his games since then have been, like, treated like these really interesting art pieces, and to then suddenly have them start to criticise you, he seems to have not taken that, that shift very well. Yeah, and his defensiveness and his like his kind of over personal attachment to them and his his not over familiarity exactly because they are still his creations in a sense, but like his treating them like they're actual children and his freezing might be a translation issue. In fairness, um, mm-hmm. you know he's not English is not his native language, but his reaction bears it out in general. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he's not seeing this clearly, and he seems to be unwilling to be able, and seems unwilling to do the work to do so. Yeah, and like the the fact that he's um 
he's essentially implying that uh, talking about his his characters in relation to uh, political issues to do with trans people is using them for opinions and propaganda. He changed the word propaganda to opinion on his yeah. repost of it. Yeah. Uh, he's the fact that he's saying that uh, about his game that has political stuff about a trans woman while talking to a trans woman like you wouldn't have thought it would take a genius would you? No and no. Swery doesn't, he seems like a, a generally nice person I mean the, he follows this... everyone back on Twitter, he seems like the sort yeah. of person who really just wants to make people happy but this has been a fucking shit show yeah it really has unfortunately there are like that's an entire genre of person is, I feel yeah. like yeah. as soon as something is, one... w- w- when they're used to being seen as this nice likeable person any criticism against them starts to feel much much more inflated yeah there's this quote I remember I love remembering things uh, it's from a YouTube video by one such you know nice guy uh, on the subject of yeah, on on the subject of queer people, and it's where my brain always goes whenever it comes to this subject. People keep trying to say, I, you know, I'm in favour of, you know, I'm for this. It's but it's more of an out of sight, out of mind thing. Mm-hmm. And that that mm-hmm. that I think is what I'm sort of clumsily making my way to. Yeah, we are fine with it. If we don't have to deal with it, yeah, as long as we don't have to think about it or confront it in any way, then yeah, you know, we'll... and yeah, yeah. Just to, just to make my position on this perfectly clear, if you're only okay with something on the, you know, on the premise that you don't have to think about it ever, you're not actually okay with it, and you don't get the fucking brownie points. No, I mean, I... I'm not quite sure if that pertains yeah. to this. It seems it feels, but like it, it certainly might... it certainly feels like someone wants to appear to be a good person more than they care about whether or not what they're doing is actually the good thing to have done. Yeah. <sighs> it's just so fucking disappointing. Yeah, it's it's fucking difficult to process or talking about and I'm I'm like I'm going to be a, I'm going to be so fucking eloquent about this subject like 2 <laughs> days from now. <laughs> But yeah, when I've had time to, yourself, to reflect on what you're went just going wrong to be here, sat sat on your own, and you'll be like, "Ah, oh, yes, indubitably, I am Jewish." Literally, literally fucking <laughs> speaking to myself, what I should have said, as if that somehow corrects the timeline. I I do big Jewish river, yeah, and I'm German for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I I love the craft work. I love the craft work so very much. Yeah, I I do Jewish river. What the fuck has this become? <laughs> it's my very good impression of you. I thought you'd like it. It was uncanny. It's like there was two Joshes on the podcast. Yeah. So that that's you, and then Martin. Yeah, okay, I'm Martin Breeson. <laughs> I'm going down the shop to buy a haggis. <laughs> I have only ever eaten haggis once in my entire life, and it was terrible. I feel like we're just slowly eroding our credibility here. <laughs> Oh yeah, but that that hard fought credibility. <laughs> <laughs>
in, in summation, Swery, get your fucking act together. <laughs> yeah. What is like, this? The most generous read, and it's the read like people really want to have on this. If he could fucking feel how much people don't want to pick this fight. Yeah. But like, it just it feels like someone who did want to do good and maybe was a little too emotionally invested in what they had made. But like a big part to the yeah. point yeah. where they're not taking criticism well and maybe needed a second to cool down. Yeah. Like a big part of doing good is admitting when you're wrong and you don't know yeah. something though. Because like you can't know how everything should be handled for with other people. And to assume that you do is is like not good at all. I cannot imagine that mindset. So this is um obviously on a much smaller scale. Uh my Fimir video I had some issues with the rendering just because I didn't understand that Vegas Pro would fuck up with uh, putting more than one thing of text on the screen at once. Right. <laughs> I managed to edit most of it out, but there was this one bit where one thing had gotten a little fucked by how I'd moved stuff around, okay. and it caused a couple of uh, flashing moments on the screen, like rapid flashing for like half mm-hmm. a second. Yeah. I edited that entire thing out on YouTube after I'd uploaded it because I missed it the first go-round and tried to awkwardly cut around it just because I was thinking, nobody has called me on this. People are saying the video is great, but I don't want to hurt somebody no matter what. Yeah, like the risk of photosensitive epilepsy is bad. You you don't want to take that chance. And it seems like to be able to think about that and to empathise with someone who might have that problem shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's... If you apply that to the sweary thing, I just can't imagine putting somebody else who I could potentially hurt into my game and not taking every possible fucking precaution to not hurt them. Especially if I was called on something, I would fucking react to that instantly. I just can't imagine that position. Yeah, so we're pissed. Yeah. Needless to say. (laughs) Sweary, we want it to be over, but at this point, the action's going to have to come first. Because, yeah. like, fucking hell. I don't, I don't want to pick this fight, but I will. You know? Like, it, for, yeah. for all the power I have to do anything about it, but, like, nonetheless, it's... And it, I've, I've seen Laura's reactions, Jim's reactions, Conrad's reactions, even, and yeah. they're not taking this sitting down, and they have audiences. Yeah. I mean... If anyone has a, a chance of getting through to him at all from this side of things... Yeah, it's going to be Jim, isn't it? It's going to be Jim, considering yeah. Sweary likes him enough to actually have made that custom edition of the game for him. The first game. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just... It's sad. It's sad, really. There's nothing else I can say. It's just upsetting. Should we move on to the next thing? <laughs> Yeah, which is I... not as quite as emotionally tro- emotionally troubling. But, oh, oh, see, what I've done here is I should have actually said the second one because this one is mostly in Josh's wheel park of talking about. <laughs> so I guess I'm just not going to have a segment that I'm leading here today. <laughs> so Warframe got bought by Tencent. Yeah. Uh, which seems like the natural conclusion, to be honest. I think we more yeah. or less saw something like this coming quite soon. Yeah, no. well... Uh, Tencent are aggressively buying up new properties right now, so... Yeah, but, I mean, even on top of that, even on top of Tencent being like that, I think 
Warframe is also somewhat like that. Like, it came out of the AAA machine so that they could make the game they wanted to make, and, you know, that was supposed to be the story. Mm. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, oh, they did it good this time, finally, That's, that's for why we talked about it when we talked yeah. about it, and we were so and excited it, at the time. It really ended up not being that, mostly. The Warframe, like, story has been kind of a roller coaster for us. Yeah. Yeah. God, that first episode where we spent almost an entire episode where we were like, oh, I love it. And then second episode, oh, we do not love it. Sorry. And then third episode. Yeah, it, we, we do not, it turns out. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we're ending our Warframe trilogy by talking about the inevitable uh, this. Warframe can no longer even be considered Return to the night that spawned it. Yeah, Warframe can't be considered indie anymore anyway. (laughs) It's now owned by Tencent, who are a multinational conglomerate. Which is a shame. Yeah. It is a shame, but I I have the horrifying feeling not a lot's going to change, to be honest, because, like, I mean, I've done done an entire 30-minute video on this. They Mm -hmm. have used every fucking trick in the AAA book. Yeah, they have. yeah. Yeah. Like, they... They're using its methods already. Yeah, I think Tencent is going to be just fine with how things are being run as yeah. is. Well, that's why they. That, that's you that's, think that's not, why it's drawn, that's not drawn. why this bothers me really. It's just mm. people. People talked about this like it was some kind of revelation. Yeah, and I shouted more or less into the void that it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and here we are, <laughs> vindicated, Josh. So fu- vindicated, like because this this is this has got no bearing on anything else. But just because I didn't bring it up in the video, and it's, it just sort of hit me some time after. It's been sticking in my head ever since. Ever since I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Now we were here at the critical moment. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh man! Oh god! Oh. So, so the the reason I know about Warframe, or I remembered about Warframe, because I'd heard something about it prior. But obligatory Jim Sterling mentioned the, the, the second one of the yeah, episode. The one, yeah. He he brought up the Prime Access Pack thing, didn't he? And I, I'm actually right now the reason I'm so distracted is because I'm googling to see if those improvements ever actually got made because I've got a quiet suspicion. That it may not have been, but I've been I've been thinking about the two plus years of community bricklaying comment. Yeah, where they where they went to great pains to stress, you know, it, it it's not because Jim called us out. Community members have been you know working towards this for the two plus years. <laughs> sure, they have. <laughs> and then and then after that, they did a live stream where they basically asked people what they would how they would prefer the Prime Access packs to work, asking. For suggestions, yeah. What were they doing for those two years? Yeah, oh. making money. Making, Seems really obvious now that fun. I think, it, like, if this was an active concern for them for those two plus years, how are they only just now at the stage of asking for suggestions? Yeah, we we just we just want to make a little bit of money. Just a little bit of money. Like I, just a, wee, just a little you know, bit. I've been in the working world long enough to know what we are addressed. You know, we are looking into it. Actually, translates to it means you're ignoring it and hoping it goes away. It 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 means we're aware that it's here, but we've not done shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's like and when uh... nobody fucking is. Anyway, I I need to I need to <laughs> Google whether or not they did anything in the end. So <laughs> it's like when the Tories said that uh, they were definitely looking into the Russia stuff, and then the report came out the other day that said that they did not even slightly look into the Russia stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that, that I mean, thing everyone predicted that they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, and this is a bit more a bit. Like, this this one is at least not entirely unexpected. And yeah. not newsworthy, but not exactly surprising. Well, neither was the Tories thing, but I mean, no, that was not either. That's true. <laughs> uh, the world is a fuck. It is. Did you see my uh, my Phantom Menace tweet? I did see that. I liked that. I did. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm going to find it because I, I I want to I want to mention this because I'm proud of this observation. And I specifically talked about it in relation to the issue with this things that are going on. Yeah. The the fact that corruption is so blatant that it's general knowledge, but our system can't do anything without going through about 12 bureaucratic systems that the provably corrupt people can block is what The Phantom Menace is about. I think I, I, think I favorited that tweet, although you may not have known it was me. <laughs> oh, uh, it got 26 likes. Yeah, you did like it, but... Yeah, it I, I don't know. Got twenty six of them. I don't pay attention after five of them. You know. <laughs> You're just too famous for that now. You leave yeah, all the people behind. Yeah, too famous. When you get in ten likes on it, maybe, then you know. Just the little ones don't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have um, over thirteen hundred followers on Twitter, you've hit the big time. You're basically a real celebrity now, not just yeah. an internet celebrity. Yeah, like I'm, I have one thousand three hundred forty-three followers, so you know, I'm actually kind of cool and impressive, is the thing. I can't find anything on the internet dot com about whether or not they changed how the Prime Access Packs works. I've looked on the PlayStation storefront. <laughs> well, I'd imagine there, if there you doesn't seem to be anything, anything different. I could like, it, I guess I would have to check in game, but I don't have it downloaded. I was going to do the research in advance. No news is bad news in this case. But why don't we take a note to come back to this next time and, and see if yeah. we can get an update on it. Yeah, I, I had intended to look it up in advance and I just forgot that I was going to do that. It was near hands in the air, I fucked that up. Yeah. Well, we'll, I'll, we'll take it. I'll take a note so we can add it to the docket for next time and make yeah. sure we cover it then. Um, yeah, we, we can have... add it to the docket and then we won't have looked it up. And uh... Yeah, but yeah, that, that's just been... You know, I'm looking into it. You know, two plus years of community googling. Two plus years of community googling. But yeah, that that has been burning a hole in my brain, and I've finally got an excuse to talk about it. So yeah, I I fucking tried. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we'll, but... we'll we'll take a note. Even if you don't find anything later on, it's fine. We'll have a note so that you get a chance yeah. to bring it up later. Speaking of burning a yeah. hole in Josh's brain. <laughs> It's time for Josh's deep thoughts. You were still doing the intro, I think. Discord just cut out and tricked me into thinking you'd stop. No, no, you're still here. Yeah, no. For us, what it was is you had a very long, protracted robotic... Yeah... And then there was just like crisp packet rustling noises for a while. I think that actually went... added something to it, though. 
Yeah, and then you just went... Yeah. Oh, it's a shame the audience won't get to experience that. But anyway, my point was I'm going to tickle Atlas. Oh. Uh, like, it's time the for the Atlas? sky to fall down. Oh, I thought you might have meant the video game company. Are they not the same? No, not them. It's time for the sky to come down. I'm fucking sick of it. Do you reckon Big I'll shrug? blue smug bastard. Let's see how you like the fucking dirt. You know, I do have beef with Atlas. Standing up there, holding up the sky. Who does he think he is? Atlas beef, I keep saying. This is what fucking I've been saying. What makes him so fucking special? Think that he's the I've only been... one that can do that. I've been fucking looking everywhere for him as well. That's the thing. Ah, he's always hiding. He's a coward. Yeah. He's a coward. Yeah, I've been looking everywhere. I've been wondering, wh- where is he standing to hold up the sky? Because he's got to be somewhere on, on the earth, right? He's got to be somewhere it's on the earth. It's a giant sky bluff. He's got to be somewhere on the earth, but items. where the yeah, fuck he has, is he? Yeah, he does have to be. Yeah, who's he fucking fooling? Do you know what I think? I think he's making what? it up. I think the the sky's already up there. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm putting so much work into holding it up so you all don't yeah. die. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, we need you to live. He's like, what if we don't? What if we're just talking shit? Yeah, what if he's what if he's just sitting in a fucking bar somewhere, that, like going, yeah, I'm fucking tricking all those fucking humies. Are you are you implying that Atlas has set himself up to be an integral institution that is hold, like you know holding things together when in reality he is like not even existed for the totality of our lifetimes? Also, yeah. if you're implying that Atlas is a Warhammer orc, <laughs> <laughs> I may have accidentally. <laughs> well, that kind that kind of pulled, puts a hole in an aspect of my plan because I you know I wanted the sky to come down when I tickled Atlas because so I can finally. Well, all you got to do now is like you got you got first of all you got to prove that it isn't him doing it. Then you got to make yeah. him talk. How is the sky really held up? Yeah, he probably knows. Yeah, he's got to know something about the sky. He's got, you know he must have kept other people away from that knowledge somehow. Yeah, like maybe yeah. he was holding up at one point and then he just decided he could figure it away yeah. to not have to do it anymore and retired. I just without telling anyone. You know, I just figured you know Tower of Babel they were going about it wrong. Make the sky come to you. Makes sense. Yeah, I can fucking get there. Fucking punch God. And thereby ending this JRPG plot that we are undoubtedly trapped in. Okay, we will have to use your most powerful spells, though. We are living through about three different fucking Persona games right oh, now. Oh, God. Uh... That explains all the transphobia. Yeah, Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, fuck it. It does. It does even come full circle. They are the same thing. That. I knew it. Right, well, now I've got to tickle them both, haven't I? Yeah. But my problem's I've not got a feather big enough. Mm. Big bloke, isn't he, Atlas? I need a big feather, right? So I need you to track down large birds. Like a phoenix. Like a big like a phoenix. Particularly big phoenix, yeah. yeah with a flat, fiery, so you know what this. You obviously know what this means, Martin. We are fucking going to Sesame Street. That's what it means. <laughs> they have one of them. They have a phoenix right they there. They've got to know where larger ones go. I've just sent you. They've the... got a bird that big for a kids' show. I've sent you the best meme of all time, by the way, just because you mentioned the Tower of Babel. <laughs> Can you describe it to the audience, please, somebody? The Bower of Tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That's my new. That's it that's is... my new Twitter handle. <laughs> it is. It is a good sheeb. In front of an image of the Tower of Babel going, oh, oh, I sure do bi- love building this huge tower that goes against God's will. Hey, Greg, can you please pass me that? And then a bunch of characters that 
think it's Chinese characters. I gotta go for a second. I'm just gonna mute. It'll only be like a minute. We need we need the largest bird we can find. My logic is if they've got that big of a bird for a children's show, there must be like a program for grown ups with a larger bird, right? I see if I can think of one. There's I guess there's the bird from the rescuers down under, but I think that's just a regular bird and they're really small. Yeah, that's not going to help me because I'm no. not really small. No, that's true. I'm you're, six four for fuck's sake. You're, you're you're large even by human standards. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, I am not also in charge. No, that's true. There is Moltres from the show Pokied Man. I mean, that's a big. I don't think Moltres is really much bigger than the the big bird from Sesame that's Street. True. Is there a bigger like bird the in the Pokemon Pokemon? Is there a bigger there bird? There must than be that a bird? larger Pokemon bird. I don't know enough about the later generations of Pokemon. To know Digimon's if... got some fucking massive birds, but it's again, true. I don't know if they're massive enough. I'm gonna look up giant birds. Giant what giant birds can I have? Giant birds what I can have. Hmm. Giant Moa. Uh, I need something for scale. I can't tell how giant it really is. Yeah, like, do they have, do they have, like, how many, how much bigger is it than Big Bird from Sesame Street? It's about the same size as Big Bird is the thing. Oh, well, for fuck's sake. That's not good. Oh, pissed. Shit. Giant bird. Look up biggest bird. (laughs) The vastest possible bird. Common ostrich? That can't be right. There are some delightful photoshops of enormous vultures chasing after people in business suits, though. Can we get someone to photoshop a vulture but real? Hmm. Is there like, anyone who's like so good? Bigger? What? Elodie, thank God you're back. Maybe you might know. Is there anyone who is so good with Photoshop it transcends reality? We want to make a vulture, but like really, really big. We need to make vultures bigger. Can you help us with that, please? Um. Uh. Like a pointlessly large vulture. We only need one feather, so it, it can go back to normal size after we've taken the feather. There's a good chance it won't even survive the process, but it only need it for like one shot. I just feather, need a feather to tickle feather Atlas, the person and studio. Uh, I think Martin Shkreli's pretty good at that. Uh, oh, Alright, well, can, if someone could get in contact. Yeah, no, I don't have any way of getting in contact. I may be famous, but I'm not Martin Shkreli famous. Fuck! Is this the end? Is is, is this okay. where my dreams? Well, just... this is this is this is your quest for the next time. Then you just need to find someone who can Photoshop reality to make vultures bigger. I need to go on a journey to yeah. find someone who can convince Martin Shrelly. Yeah, to make vultures to make up to make a very big vulture for me, so that I can fight God. This makes perfect sense. Do, 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 I suppose that was Josh's default. <laughs> this is my going on a journey music that I'm doing. Yeah, it's definitely not. Uh... Deep thoughts. 
Josh is deep. I am going to get a buzz. Josh is deep thoughts. Josh is deep thoughts. Josh is deep thoughts. Josh is deep thoughts. God in the sky. Josh is deep, deep thoughts. To end the game that we're in. So what games do you want to talk about? I've got one. Who wants <laughs> I mean, to go first? Who wants to go first? I've got a video Oh, oh me, 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 me. Uh, I want to talk about... You should go first. I want to talk oh, about well, Kentucky Route Zero. I think. That's fun, isn't it? That's fun, isn't it? <laughs> um, have you ever played Anodyne? No. Fuck, that sounds familiar. It does though. sound familiar. What do I know that from? Well, it's, it's, it's an indie game. It's a kind of Link to the Past-like... Uh, with the less emphasis on fighting enemies and more emphasis on solving solving puzzles, but uh, the puzzles are less intensive. I don't know how to really explain it. More of it is about the atmosphere than anything. Okay. I think maybe this is one I've just heard of rather than played. It's uh, kind of structured like Link to the Past, but in a nightmare hellscape. I feel like I'd remember that now. <laughs> I think I've just heard the name. Uh... The main character is just called Young. Yeah. The main character is called Young. You're going around finding these cards and defeating the bosses and stuff so that you can face the final boss, but the areas you go to and the ways you get to them are increasingly fucked in a way that becomes genuinely unsettling considering that everything still has the trappings of, like, a goofy... uh, goofy kids game like Link to the Past so mm. in one area you might uh, have like a uh, a cute cat character who's saying that she's gonna follow you and learn how to be a chosen one just like you and stuff and then in the next area you go to talk to a fisherman you stab him he falls into the water into a whirlpool and his blood going into the whirlpool opens a portal to hell. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's how I always get in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to get in somehow. Yeah. Um. You do. Yeah, you do raise a good point, Elodie. That is not normal. That's a 2013 yeah. game, and it looks like it's available on basically every platform. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I just looked it up it. to see if it would ring any bells, and I've There's also I've a not sequel that came that. out last year. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I very much aim to because the game has a lot of heart to it, despite being that fucked. The whole thing is just kind of an atmospheric nightmare that shines through with humanity, and I don't know how to talk about it better than that. Well, that I don't entirely my jam. I'm really I into that. I do not want to spoil too much about it because. A lot of it comes from just exploring and realising how messed up some things are. And then trying to work out what it all means. Because... That kind of ties in neatly. Oh, you go finish what you were saying first. Oh, no. No, honestly, I don't actually think I had anything else to say. I just kind of said because and then realised that I didn't actually have a because and then I was scared. (laughs) So I was really happy that you'd started to talk about something else. So I drew attention to it. Sorry, um, I uh, I kind of it kind of ties in neatly with the game I want to talk about, which is Kentucky Route Zero, which uh, has actually been out for quite a long time. But I was really slow on the uptake with that one. 
Uh, I'm so kind of on the expensive side for an indie game, so I kept trying thinking, I really need to play that. People always talk about it, and I didn't actually get a chance to get around to it until quite recently. I watched um, uh, Ian Danskin's video in Yondo yeah. Studios about it. It's very, very good. It's very, very good. And it does a lot of the same things that you said Anodyne does, where it has a lot of humanity and a lot of heart to it, but it takes you through an increasingly bizarre and really like fucked up kind of dreamscape environment where things don't connect logically like they should and it work the whole thing works in a kind of suggestive and ritual logic where that... you have to figure out the the underlying principles of the world that sounds very can... much like anodyne <laughs> yeah well as i give you an example the, the kind of the, the titular route zero is this road which is somehow underground but which allows access to all these other places, but you can't just drive from one place to the next. It's a perfect circle with no visible exits. Uh, but you, as you drive along it, you encounter these giant symbols of things, things like uh, a bottle and a TV and a fish. Yeah. And they kind of glow on the side of the road. And you have to approach them in a certain order and then change direction at a certain point to open an exit to take you to a different place. And it's that kind of logic that runs the whole game. And the whole thing has these this way of making choices that, that are both completely very consequential and completely inconsequential at the same time, depending on how you interpret the events. And it's very, very odd, and it's very, very good. And it's really intense. Like, the, the atmosphere is, it can get intense at times, but it's also very um, meditative. And it really captures this feeling of going on a tr- journey with no plan or a plan that you've had to completely throw out the window five minutes in and it, it captures that feeling very very well and that feeling of both um that that, that comfort that con- and meditative feeling that comes with just wandering without knowing where you're going but also that fear that it might never end and you might be just doing this forever and it's a very good very very interesting balance and in many ways it's uh it, there's no there's very little action in the game there's not it's not, there's really no violence to speak of um it is mm. very much an adventure game in a traditional sense um but it's it controls very well the way the physicality of the characters is very well handled the way that you move the way that your movement responds to your commands is very in, oddly intuitive in a way that it shouldn't be again very very hard to explain i don't want to spoil anything for anyone uh, but it's definitely check it out. It's very, very good. And they have the complete version of the game, which I believe came out towards the end of last year. It's, and it's definitely worth a check. I think it's like $25 on, on PSN right now, which is why it took so long to pick it up. Anyway, yeah, that's all I had to say. I, I think I highly recommend it and definitely check it out, especially if you like stuff that's kind of thoughtful and has a lot to say about like, you know, human perception and emotions, and and it, it, it does a lot of really interesting things with narrative experiments and different viewpoints on things. Josh, do you do you have a uh, nightmare reality ritual logic um, bizarro game uh, to talk about? <laughs> not nothing of that nature. I did finally play Rhyme. Ah, oh, here's yeah. the problem though. I don't know if I want to talk about Rhyme yet. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I have, ve- I have very. I've I've completed it. And that's actually the problem. It's making it difficult. For those of you who don't know, the game is ultimately about grief and the loss of a child. 
And it just sort of becomes about that in the last act. Right. With with nothing else that, like it's it's all like dream logic symbolism or what what does it mean? And it turns out that every everything's just a toy that the kid had. And there doesn't seem to be any connection to the themes of grief beyond that. Hmm. But it seems really sincerely done, and I don't know... Like, if if this were as open and shut as it seems to be, this would be a candidate for Jonathan Art to get involved. Yeah. But I can't help get the feeling that there may be something, like, really critical that I'm overlooking that will just make an absolute dick of me in this context. So what I want to do is look up... See if I can find like any kind of explanation as to the imagery, any sort of analysis of how it relates to grief. First, most of all, I want to see like the critical consensus of it at the time, just because I'd feel daft jumping into this conversation so many years later, like I've just discovered it. Yeah, I think it first but, came, first came out three years ago, right? Yeah, um, but like the... d- depending on the results of all of that, there may be a video, there may be a worth mentioning, but I don't because it ju- it just seems like a better way. To talk about this game than the piss take I was originally going to do. Yeah, yeah. I think Jonathan Art works best on um, things that are up their ass. This doesn't yeah. seem like something that's up its ass. Well, I mean, that, maybe that's a the, that's the thing. It really, it really does until the last thirty minutes. Yeah, it's it's so fucking. There's an orb. There's, you make you make an orb, orby spherical leg stepper to walk around for you because you found one that malfunctioned and died and said you must make one to take my place and then he sees the one that's died and he's like oh no existential crisis and then stomps off and then just immediately goes back to solving puzzles for yeah. you like it, it's so fuck it's so fucking apropos of nothing nothing it, chapter two's just about telling a bird to fuck off and then it for it to suddenly become about grief and there's like so, there's so many you know dedicated to the memory ofs in the credits that surely they would have to mean it mm. but i just don't i don't know that this was the i don't know that i want to let this one slide and i just don't know if i have a right not to I don't know how to talk about this game and i feel like that in of itself might be a bit of a problem but yeah, maybe possibly. I sh- maybe the answer is I should just leave it to someone else. Well, there's um there's a there's a Polygon review of it. I'm just kind of glancing through right now that Justin McElroy wrote, and he talks a little bit about that ending. And according to him, he found it to be uh, ultimately unsuccessful because it lacked the concrete stellar storytelling beforehand to really make it work. And as a result, he felt it came off kind of manipulative. That that's kind of the thing is that for some for subject matter and it's kind of the same problem with why I don't want to sort of Jonathan Art my way through it is yeah. that for something like that, like Bound was Bound is something Jonathan Art he was Jonathan Art's first outing. It's why he exists. Bound, your videos, your Bound videos are fabulous. It I is, love those. But like it is as for as daft as it is, it is a game about you know quite serious subject matter. And for as much as I mocked its, like, heavy-handedness, I am now wondering if that wasn't maybe for the best. 
Because, like, to have something with that weight behind it just sort of sneak up on you in a like in a game where it's like, oh, what what's it going to be? What what's the mystery that's going on here? That fe- you know, I I don't think now's the time to be clever. You know, yeah. I think I think now's the time to be honest and articulate about the yeah. idea you're trying to express. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, if we're talking about uh, grief and loss, uh, Justin McElroy, I yeah, know that, that was my thought. The McElroys did lose their mother quite young, so and I know mm-hmm. it's not the same relation, but. I feel like he's uh, he's got a leg to stand on when talking about that sort of thing and how successful it is. Yeah, that yeah. was my thought as well when I was reading through that. And I think, well, it, it seems like he would have a he would have a reaction to that story at least. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, but yeah, like I, I, the point's been made by people in a better position to make it. So I, I guess like this is what I wanted to say about it. Maybe I just leave it there. Yeah, but like. I just, I just sort of couldn't not say something. I guess the only Cause it, I just, I just felt a bit yikes at the end of it. I guess the one, the one video you could make about it is talking about um, how it's difficult to make a video about it. <laughs> yeah, but like at the, at the same time, I would just feel like I was inserting myself into the conversation years after the fact for the sake of it, and that's kind of something I want to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's rhyme. Have, have a look at it if you want. Make your own mind up. It's certainly a conversation to be had there. I think at least. Yeah. Have a look at yeah. it if you want. Is kind of our thesis statement, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, like. I mean, saying that's this is shit, that's opinions, really. Apart oh, no, from rain, I don't that's even. I don't even think it. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even think that it's a bad. Like thing, like even as a piece of artwork, I just think they could maybe have stood to be a bit more careful. Mm. I keep seeing Anima Gate of Memories come up on uh, sale on the Switch store, and I think of you then. Get it, get it twice. <laughs> she will know how to reward you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so that was the Indie Haven podcast. Um, yep, <laughs> that was podcast, it. Yeah. Sorry to cut it short this no. time around because it's it's extremely hot in here and I, you, I you have cut it regular length 35 yeah. degrees celsius 95 yeah, degrees no, you Fahrenheit haven't right actually now. cut it short martin <laughs> okay that's good <laughs> i feel guilty <laughs> feel guilty all right do it so i might have to go <laughs> well, say okay well do you want to do your promotion first oh then? shit yes 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 that thing um yeah, so I'm Martin Bryson. Uh, you all should check myself and Elodie out on The Haven, which is our well, one of our sister podcasts, um, which is a uh, actual play D and D fifth edition podcast, um, which I in which I am the DM and Elodie plays a delightful Kenku rogue. I'm the murder bird. I've got the knife and I stab a guy and he dies. Although yeah, actually, we're no, I've, not, I've not had many much luck with that bit. Although you did really well in the last fight, I have to say. Guess, that went much yeah. better. Yeah, The swashbuckler thing seemed to really work for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're a little behind on episodes because I had a massive technical fuck-up and I've had to spend ages fixing it, but it's done now and that'll be going up soon and we can get on yeah. back on schedule. You essentially <laughs> um, had to record half a podcast worth of your audio using yep. the context uh, of everyone else's audio. 
Yeah, and the vague echo of my own voice I could hear it was a living hell trying to do it. But I finally got it done a month late, and it's it's done, and I'm ready to just sit down for 20 minutes and record it and get it done, which I'll be doing tomorrow morning. And it will be posted up as soon as Martin edits it. And we have a bunch of extra stuff, like short stories that go with it, uh, little side things. I'm going to be posting, like, maps and character sheets and all kinds of good stuff if you, anyone feels like being a patron. Mm, yeah, and me and Martin. Cash. Me and Martin um, have a good idea of something to do for that as well. So if you if oh, yeah. you like if you like Gariel, become a patron. And you like, might everyone get likes Gariel. Who thing? wouldn't like Gariel? I uh, hope so yeah. Likes Gariel. Um, so tell me, between... if you, tweet me if you like Gariel. <laughs> if you tweet me that so, you like Gariel, yeah, you can, I will give you, you a follow... copy of Half Life Two on screen. <laughs> One day you're going to get rid of that. You can find me on Twitter at isthismartin. That's I S T H I S M E R T Y N. My current handle is the Bower of Table, and you can also follow the Haven. Please do at at Haven <laughs> underscore Podcast. Uh, and you follow us there. You get updates on new episodes and any new cool new stuff we do. Um, we also have a Facebook group, a Discord chat, and I'm gonna set up a Reddit thing, but I haven't got around to doing that yet because I despise Reddit with every fiber of my being. But it is also where everyone is right now. So. Hmm. That's me. It Josh's turn. It Josh's turn, indeed. Well, you can find me on Twitter at No Crows here. Just sort of having a bad time. <laughs> Strong recommendation there. <laughs> so that, that just just sort of stopped me dead. That, but yeah. And then the other thing, of course, you can do. I've done some worth mentioning. So the most recent one, the videos for Indie Haven I've done was about Sayonara Wild Hearts. Sayonara? Fuck me. Sayonara Wild Hearts. <laughs> which is a very good game that I recommend you play. And I'm, I just talk about how fucking tired I am. Essentially, because that, that's kind of what the game made me realise. It's just I'm fucking sick of everything not being purple. But Yeah, we and all are. The other, we all are. Yeah, we all are. And then, and then the other thing, of course, is that you can look at my YouTube channel, The Abominable Showman, which kind of constitutes the bulk of my output right now in, in these unprecedented times. God, I don't very, very know. Josh, show. I don't know how you do it. I can't even release more than one episode every six months of a fucking Pokemon Let's Play. The, the, tri- the trick is that... like, I, I, would, I was sort of set up to do this... For a while, on and off, and it like I'd kind of just been doing it long enough and regularly enough to the point where this is actually like a coping mechanism for me now. <laughs> so, so like it's it's actually a way that I de-stress is, is to like fight fuck everything else and find time to do this. And it it actually annoys me that I've been doing so much of this and so little like video content for Indie Haven, but I've just I've just not found anything to really. Nothing seemed particularly worth mentioning. No, it it re- and you it know kind of fades into the, the thing- background of horror. Yeah, but yeah, I played. I can play Spider Man on the PS One. Does that help? Does that help anyone? I, I, watching your videos are, are great for me. They really help me. Spider Man Venom. <laughs> Venom is in it, and Venom is a squoofus, and I love him a lot. He's my special boy, and there's. There's more symbiotes in it who are extra squoofy, and it's just a real study in squoofery all round. And I'm going to be doing a second go through of it in what if mode. 
which is like every, everything's slightly different in fun ways. So that that's gonna there's gonna be more of that. Uh, yeah, look at that, please, someone. What about you, Elodie? I Elodie. That's all you need to know. That's all you need. Uh, no, actually, I want to talk about it. I, I did a bit. I did a video. I did my first scripted video in years, and the only one that is currently up on my channel because I took down the uh, my previous attempt because it wasn't good. And that is a video about the Femir, which I talked about a lot in Things Talk. I think. Did I? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah, they're weirdo, one-eyed bog gremlins. They're very large, They're very, very large. weak lizards for you yeah. to enjoy. They have a bad time. Um, yeah. And I made a whole video about it, and it has done unprecedentedly well for one of my videos. <laughs> uh, it's got, Your time has finally come. It's got 1,800 views in the first week. Uh, I'm very proud of it. You, you absolutely should be. It's very yeah, good. I, it's excellent. Yeah. I have some plans to do some more things. I've started planning scripts. I haven't actually written anything for them yet, but my planned ones are a short one about... Is in the video, there is a point where I mentioned how uh, the Warhammer world, as it was at the beginning, was very Tolkien-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a video planned where I'm going to refute myself a bit there. <laughs> Oh, cool! And That's talk about some of the weirdest. Well, you stuff. know what? That's mature of you. Mm. I'm going to talk about things like uh, how bizarre it is that the orcs are football hooligans who are also mushrooms, and that was just yes. established from the beginning. And things like uh, beasts being an element. <laughs> that still fucks me up. <laughs> So that's <laughs> that's that's, my, that's like my favorite episode of Things Talk. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a short like listy video because I don't have a long video in me, especially with how difficult it is to fucking edit when you have so mm-hmm. few pictures of these old fucking things. You have to find something to fill the video with, and it takes a fucking while. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and the other one is talking about. Skaven design philosophy and how it's evolved and how they had a real nadir in the 90s and how they still haven't fucking gotten rid of those night runners and it's a fucking nightmare. Snoot essay, snoot essay, <laughs> snoot essay. Look I'm looking forward, forward to, to that. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've discussed, I had the idea for the name of the, the show, which is Galmaraz, because um, Galmaraz is Sigmar's hammer, the titular Sigmar from Age of Sigmar. No, the age of him. Mm. Uh, and I thought Galmaraz, that's a fun one, because Razd means making fun of and stuff. Uh, but I looked it up, and it's only been used two times, that, that phrase. Ever it means it's practically never internet. been used before. Yeah, you'd think that would be something someone had come up with, but apparently not. It was just... Uh, jump on it <laughs> yeah two times people uh made a joke using that pun on uh 4chan funnily enough that's the only time mm. ever that doesn't count yeah so uh i cornered the market on that one you can listen to other podcasts and stuff just look up lod cunningham you'll find my shit <laughs> yeah it's all up there <laughs> mm. all right 
I gotta head off because uh, I'm going to die otherwise. Yes. Uh, do you want to round us out with some advice so we could leave, Josh? Oh shit! Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I shall do that real quick because you know, end of the day, it's like I've always said: there is nothing on this earth. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, remember turtles. Something. Oh yeah. I don't know. We don't yeah, have don't an eat, outro. Don't eat turtles. Don't eat turtles and. Sl- don't eat turtles, slap cops. Mm. Eat cops. <laughs> Do eat cops, yeah. Do yeah, eat yeah. cops. Vore. Vore the police. Vore the police. There we go. There's our outro. We finally that's got it. it that's it. Vore the police. Vore the police. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> I've, I've had to start the recording again because I just can't leave that unreacted to. That's beautiful. Uh. Thanks for listening to Podhaven.